you know I'm terrible at social situations. Yes, and, uh, we both are. I mean, this is this is not it's unique to you. No, you're not alone. Okay. So, so I know you'll appreciate this. I was at the the after party for Frontiers, and I was I was talking about something. So obviously the arms were going everywhere, everywhere, and I I did a big gesture. Oh uh, no! And I as I put my arms da- back down my my side. Yes. I accidentally slipped my little finger in someone's back pocket. It was, <laughs> was standing behind me, and it was just. Oh no! <laughs> Get that out! Oh! And now, did they notice? I, they well, they either didn't or pretended not to, but I knew it had happened. Oh yeah! And and then people in, who were facing me saw me flinch and went, "What, what was that?" And I was like, "I just slipped my little finger <laughs> in that guy's back pocket." It's episode three, mm. and. I think that gives us, you know, an opportunity now to break them all. We've we've done the awkward second album, yeah, which was, you know, received okay. Yes, you know, it wasn't the same critical acclaim perhaps as the first album, but nobody, you know, mm-hmm. we haven't had to change tack completely to to try and go. We're still relevant. We've never been relevant. So is this our experimental album? This is our kid A. Yes, I think that's what this has to be. Okay. Gonna, let's try some new stuff. I know that you recently did a poem. Yes, at, uh, it was at Frontiers. Frontiers, yeah, I, I like Frontiers. I've spoken there four years now. It's like every phase of my career, I, I go back and speak to a room full of people smarter than me, and I kind of just, you know, justify what I learned. Yeah, you don't have to go all the way to Amsterdam for that. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, I ju- constantly <laughs> Your judged by room my would peers come. and yeah. relatives. Um, but this, I've always had this idea that I would like to give a conference talk in rhyming couplets or something like that. And so I thought this would be an opportunity for me to do just like kind of lightning talk in that format. And what I've learned is I do not want to do it ever again. (laughs) (laughs) It turns out that rhyming words take a lot longer to write down... Than non-rhyming words. Than non-rhyming ones. It turns out, yeah, it's probably quite tricky. Because not only have you got to get a rhyme, Hmm. but you've also got to get it... So they make sense, right? So right. It's like you've got a little story that you're telling, and it happens to rhyme. It's like doing it's doing two tasks at once. Now, so because you were doing this in your debate against PPK, the whole mm-hmm. moratorium, yes, no, let's have you know everybody debate whether it's right or wrong to have yeah. a break. And so, so the history there is is yeah, PPK uh, is suggesting that we should stop adding new web features for an entire year so we can kind of figure everything out and uh, and we shouldn't copy native we shouldn't even try and compete with native I, and I disagreed with all that I know I, I read the post I read I read both posts um, do you have a copy of your poem because I, I, I didn't I wasn't there and I heard it was good and I saw over your shoulder that you know a few of the verses um, and I think I think it, it, it's part of you know third album. Let's let's mm-hmm. have a listen. I don't know. Maybe when we put this out, we could have some kind of pub noise in the background, make it sound like an, an open mic night or something. We can add some, definitely add some reverb. Make it and yeah, maybe a bit of a hum and, and, and bustle. Because we, we we have we do have pub noise from yeah. season two of HGV two or three. What some, are you saying? It wasn't filled with people. Some people did notice. I hear people, but I don't see people. Don't see people. It's <laughs> ghost pub. Um, it was noises from that pub. So in which case, can I? I'll do. I'll do. Announce a voice. Um, mm. 
Um, and if you you could even like because I think this poem would go well with someone playing a double bass in the background. So if you can just go, dum 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 dum. I'm. I, do you know what I'm? I'm. I'm going to avoid that. One. Yeah. Okay, um, it's gonna work. So it's been of like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the microphone, giving his version of the moratorium poem, Jake Archibald. <laughs> In 2001, Microsoft brought into the mix a new version of their browser, Internet Explorer 6. It had improved standard support, CSS and DOM. It dominated the market. The browser war was won. Then Microsoft just stopped. The ice age had begun. The web had its first grand moratorium. Limitation spurs creativity. Okay, that I don't doubt. But our creativity was wasted on fixing basic layouts. We had plenty of time to conceive and refine features direction weed out imperfection. But those were just dreams, a comforting distraction, because ideas are pointless without any action. And action's what saved us from the most part Mozilla. They brought us Firefox, the Internet Explorer killer. They gave us a web platform that didn't stand still. They let us create experiences that were fun, performed and thrilled. Competition resumed with Firefox, Safari and Chrome and it came in the nick of time at the dawn of the smartphone. Now, IE6 was last decade, yet we're still fighting to recover. But with the Ice Age just behind us, PPK wants another. Slow everything down, drop back to first gear. Don't add any features for, I don't know, say, a year. It gives us time to ponder on the web's direction. Without action to distract us, we can dream up perfection. We'll ignore other successes, we'll find our own way. Let native deal with the future, we'll stick with yesterday. But we know where that leads, i.e. 678. If we do nothing for a year, we're just a year out of date. I mean, Blackberry stopped innovating, and now they're gone. Because Apple didn't take part in that moratorium. What makes the web work is it changes and adapts. A new screen size device don't require whole new apps. The world around us keeps changing, yet the web just evolves. New devices bring new problems, and those new problems get solved. We add whole new features, or adapt those that exist, for the coolest new tech toy in your pocket, bag, or wrist. But it's not done hastily, it takes research, evidence, debate, to add the new stuff safely and keep what makes the web great. But we can't ignore native, iOS and Android. We'll learn from their successes and their mistakes we'll avoid. We'll take notifications and we'll make them open and free. But compiling and app stores can get in the sea. We've done this before. Remember Adobe Flash? It did streaming video and caused the browser to crash. So we added the video tag because it'd be totally absurd to deny ourselves that just because Flash got there first. The system's not perfect. Some decisions were rash. My favorite example of which is the douchebag. It took a declarative approach, which wasn't so great, but a year of philosophizing wouldn't have changed its state. It should have been trialed, and in that activity, developers could cry out, app cache lacks versatility. So we broke it apart, cache response and request, gave the parts to developers and let them do the rest. Browsers give you instruments, but you make the noise. You can be the web's Mozart or the web's Wenger boys. That was because we're in Amsterdam. I think it works. I think it, I think it's I think it's pan-cultural. Okay, that's good. That's good. We call it the extensible web. The building blocks revealed. You can create new experiences without reinventing the wheels, and that means more features to explain how things work. And to panic and stop that is total knee-jerk. 
I can't list all web features, I wouldn't know where to begin. But if a nurse can't list all treatments, would we stop medicine? I know WebGL does graphics, but I don't know the code. When I need to, I'll learn it, and if I don't need to, I won't. The mark of a good developer is knowing which features to combine, and then use them subtly to enhance the design. And if you want a moratorium, it can be self-imposed. Ignore all new features, keep your mind firmly closed. That's totally fine, the web's backwards compatible. What you build will still work, despite your knowledge sabbatical. But if others stay aware and improve their ability, and create better experiences than you, I have zero sympathy. Because that's our job, we do it for the users. If we forget that as web developers, in the end the web loses. If we stop innovating, we'll be left in the dark ages. And all we'll have left to develop are download our app pages. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. No, you, that's, that, that's some seriously good work, pal. Oh, thanks, man. However, oh. um, while we're on this, I did notice a few... I want to... I just want to call them out, really. Um, I, I, let me just read to you um, the verses that, that stood of... I, I, okay. Yeah, okay. We, are, we add whole new features or adapt those that exist yeah. for the coolest new tech toy in your pocket bag... In your wrist... Now, in yes. your pocket bag or wrist, if it's in your wrist, pal, um, this, is this the problem with poem? Uh, no, it's this the problem with your grasp of the English language. Apparently, unless, unless, are you having something embedded in your wrist that I... Uh, well, do you know what? Probably, we're not far off having that. Well, I, that doesn't mean you have to do it, pal. Yeah, I know, and it's kind of on your pocket. I had to pick in or on. And then, uh, let's see. Yeah, um, it's bad, isn't it? It's, um... Is the but this isn't done hastily. This in, in, done in hastily. hastily. I, you can it takes research evidence debate, debate to keep the new stuff safely. To add the new stuff. Sorry, 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 to add the new stuff. You rhymed hastily and safely. Well, do you know what? I'm not going for the first and third line rhymes. That it's pure chance. But there is chance. one, and there is one where you actually just changed it because the only rhyming for second and fourth, we had plenty of time to conceive and refine. Features and direction weed out imperfection. I went, I went a bit mad on that one. You didn't. <laughs> I completely I changed the. I can't, I can't make it work. Just go with what what I've got. I think and that was like you know if if the whole thing was a kind of pop song. That was your bridge. That verse was the rap in the middle. <laughs> oh, um, I would get I would get snooping. <laughs> in the album version, Snoop will just Jake Archibald in. featuring Snoop. Snoop yeah. Um, I enjoyed the start to our third album uh, with your with your little uh, yeah, poem there. Poem. Um, my uh, my small corrections notwithstanding, uh, particularly having the something embedded in your wrist. I think we possibly, yeah, that's probably the worst, isn't but it? But you couldn't have had yeah. on your pocket because that would have been because then it'd be on your wrist. I think you've just you've got the uh, you got you just, there's a problem there. Yeah, we need to invent an in wrist device to kind of save save your rhyme. posthumously save my rhyme. Yeah, yeah. The, the only reason we created this device is because of a poem that had <laughs> such an impact on us. We felt it warranted the creation of the device. <laughs> Actually, you can imagine that in some kind of kind of marketing buzz. I, I, because I, I, it's a world I, f I formally inhabited before joining Google. Marketing was, was it was the marketing advertising buzz, and mm. and so often the process would be, okay, guys, I really like this design. Okay, oh, uh, guys, no, 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 no. This is this is the creative director voice. Okay, listen, um, I, I know it's just a, a load of shapes, 
um, but we need to we need to we need to give a, a rationale to the client oh. and then and then the, the the buzz that would be you know it'd be like um then you because you go to the kind of the salesy people who'd be doing the pitch okay what we did uh we took a little bit of uh, jackson pollock and uh <laughs> what we've uh, what we've tried to craft is something that we feel synergizes your brand values um with a modern approach um, and what you can see here, there, there, are, there are lines, these lines are very important, the where they intersect, you can see that what we've got is we've got two, uh, two, two points meeting, which we feel is like, um, it's representative of your relationship with your customers. It's, you know, it's yin and yang. Exactly. Yeah. It's basically, it's where you and your brand, okay, you meet your customers, and so that's where that intersection came from, and the creative, you can just see the creative director kind of going, that's, I don't, it's, it was, it's, it's just accident, because there was snapping in, 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 in illustration, and they just they came together I don't know why that, that, you do that voice so well that that's it because genuinely angry because okay <laughs> Jake well because like the important thing Jake is that I use your name Jake yeah, yeah, because a lot, yeah. it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot of passive use of your name Jake to, to make you realise that you're important to me vis-a-vis the uh, <laughs> the pitch okay which is win-win for you and me Jake yeah. okay great oh my God. glad we had this chat so we should talk about the web since yeah. that is allegedly what we do on this podcast yeah, so there's, there's something that's been getting getting my goat recently. Really? Um, and I blame Steve Souders. Oh, oh, um, poor yeah. Steve. It's, I like it's, Steve. It's, it's Steve's fault. So, um, one thing browsing around the web that really annoys me now is I'll, I'll go to a, a, like a news website or something, and I will be reading the text, I'll scroll down the page, and then it moves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm now yeah. looking at something else. I'm now looking at like the text. The text has either moved or well, like an overlay has appeared in, in some extreme cases. Would you like to take our survey, Jake? Oh yeah, that's the. Oh, no, I've just I've just learned this is the very first time I've arrived on your site. Why would I want your survey? I don't I don't know. And I've seen this on native apps as well. Like, like one of the apps I use to get train times. Rate on the store. Oh, and it's not. This is just a genuine. Let us know what you think. And I'm like, I don't have to. I mean. Lucky for you, I do not have time to tell you what I think right now. Because <laughs> it's like, because I, you know, search for a train, it tells me what platform it is, and just before I can really kind of process the shape of that number, would you like to take our survey? No. No, I'd like to catch a train, please, because yeah. it, if it leaves without me, it's going to be another half an hour at least before I can get home. And then I will take your survey. And the reason I blame Steve for this is um, he's encouraged us to go async with our scripts. And that was masking the problem. Uh, that was giving us a white screen for so long that we didn't see all the shifting around that was happening underneath. So, I mean, so Steve was, you know, entirely correct in what he recommended, right? I mean, yes. But people have done that, and now we see that their page is kind of constructed in little parts. Things are popping up all over the place in the wrong order. Little like social media buttons will will yeah, pop up, but. You kind of have to have that if you're going to have a fluid layout system like we have in the web. I this, I think we need to make sure we reserve the space for these things. Yeah, I call the I, so I call this blocking, right? Like mm. blocking out. Like when you sort of not like blocking rendering, but like, no, no, no. Which is yeah. probably a bad name, but I haven't got a better name. It's like or regioning is what I sometimes call it. Regioning's good. It's like where you kind of go because you used to do that in if you were making like native apps, you'd be like it. This oh, yeah, the sirens. Pl- clearly, the police are coming. It's, this well, I didn't, a, I didn't know was, the podcast was that bad. I, I cursed Steve Souders. <laughs> <laughs> now the police are coming. Oh, no. It was only a joke. It was a little was, silly reference. Yeah, I don't really, don't really like Steve. <laughs> and then the sounds go off. Because um, you used to... Okay. 
in native apps you used to do the regioning thing which was like north south east west um and you and we it's like that but i think a more specific version like i know this this component is going to be 300 pixels wide mm-hmm. 450 pixels tall or even if it's flex boxed and you don't give it explicit values you still know that it's got to take up that area well it's it's difficult with flex because i wrote this post um last year year before even about not don't use flexbox for um whole page layout and people really hated that post because you still hate that post. yeah because you did is great flex, well flex no flexbox is lovely ergonomically you had a good point but i think what what we haven't got is grid yet and i thought um, a part of my reason for making that post was i would hope it would kind of encourage other browsers to go oh yeah look like grid is you know, we can't just go ah you got flexbox Ah, you got Flexbox. Doesn't matter. You can stick with that because um, we need we need Grid. So that, uh, you, know, the, the, you know, for people listening, the difference between the two is Flexbox lays out depending on the contents of the Flexbox, whereas uh, and, and table tables are the same. Whereas with Grid, you you define the layout up front, and the elements slot into it. Ones if they over, they're going to overflow. Yeah, so you can you, you can create a grid layout that has implicit items kind of afterwards, and then you, you get the same problem as Flexbox. Okay, uh, it's just with Flexbox, unless each of your items in Flexbox are fixed uh, okay. size entirely, like width and height, um, then you're going to have this problem where as as it encounters each element during parsing, it's going to go, oh, so this element is flex one, it can take up full width. Oh no, hang on, there's two elements, so they're now 50% each. Oh, there's a third one, so now it's a third each. Right. And it's shifting around and context but moving. How many browsers are shipping Grid today? Um, I mean... How many, no, how many browsers, Jake? About, I mean, roughly, if you, were, if you were to pin me down for a rough guess, it, it's zero. Zero. I mean, IE has a so you wrote, version. So you basically wrote a post that said that the that floats are bad, right? No, everybody agrees we shouldn't do all the old school stuff. And and Flexbox, which is the only thing that's shipping, yeah. don't like it. And this is why people hated the post because you're basically saying the thing that we've got isn't fit for purpose, and then the, the one you want to use, well, that's nowhere near ready. So give up, go home. Uh, I know. Well, I still think floats. You know, you can do good things with floats. I know it's the wrong tool for the job because grid is the right tool for the job. Yeah. But you can you, you can reserve the space with floats. You can even if that content lazy loads, you can sort of do the right thing. And yeah, I, I understand people's frustration with it. I mean, when I time I wrote that post, uh, Flexbox was still prefix only mm. as well. And I was kind of hoping that the you know, people other browsers would go, oh yeah, you know, we'll, we'll ship grid next month. And then I would look Bless really you. cool. Bless you. <laughs> I don't. No. I look really stupid. So is anybody actually going to ship it? So Max, we are working. Yeah, we've got it in Canary. Okay. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, but is it behind uh, an experimental, experimental web platform features? Yeah. Uh, but it's coming along. Apparently, it's the most. Uh, I, I'm told by independent sources that it's the the most complete okay. implementation now. So that's. It'd be nice to. It'd be nice to see that arrive. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know. Can you progressively enhance from one to the next? Because this is the. You can with a bit of. Fudging, yeah. go from like a float to a flex layout. Well, I wonder if you could progress. I mean, using things like at supports. I mean, you'd be doing the work twice, but you might be able to define a similar layout using table layout. Ooh, I know, I know right? But yeah. that's but that's the only other grid that we have on the platform. I know. It doesn't mean you should use it. Did you see um, Clipboard JS at all? Yes. I mean, I, I've not looked at it. I know what it does. Okay. I don't know. I, I I know the underlying command that it uses. 
Well, that was the, that was the thing that I found really interesting because it is it's nice and it's and it's all ES twenty fifteen code mm. and it you know it, it sort of it comes out as two K I presume after minification and gzip. Mm. What I found interesting was I, I used um, the code on a project and it for me it was like five six lines of code, um, and it's. For me, it wasn't something I'd ever considered needed to be a library. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was interested by that. But one thing that really caught my attention as I was reading through the README was it said, um, if you have the click handler for the clipboard thing attached to lots of things on the page. So let's say you want to make it, you know, a thousand things on your page to copy to clipboard. Let's right. say you yeah, make yeah, like yeah. a table, like a table of data and you had a thousand cells. It said... We have one single delegate click handler, right? Rather yes. than a thousand click handlers, mm. because memory. And I was um, like, "Hang on, that's not right." That, and because I, I was like, "Well, surely if you've got a click handler and it's one click handler, mm-hmm. and you apply it to a thousand elements, right? Yes, it is just a. I mean, if you're if you're if it's definitely the same function object that you apply, yeah, it's just a pointer, right? So, exactly. It, so yeah. if you bind it to the those thousand cells, you get right. a thousand individual functions because each function is actually different because it was bound. Right. I, 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 yeah, I'm not entirely... I mean, you'll get some performance benefit that you don't have to loop through a thousand elements. Right. But um, looping through a thousand elements has never been slow. And I guess... So for me, the one of the main benefits of, of event delegation like that is that I could now add another row to that table. That's, I think, the, the genius of it. Yeah, I've always, mm. I, I, like, if you look at uh, to do MVC, which I've been looking at a bit recently for mm. something I'm working on. Um, Ooh, so you make it as a secret project. Yeah, well, you know. We'll it, talk about that in a future show, I think. have to be. really excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the, like the vanilla version of it does the delegate thing again, where it kind of goes... I'm not going to add and remove event listeners to each to-do list item. Mm. I'm just going to have one on the body. Yeah. And then and it uses query selector all, which is obviously just that live node list, so that it just it just kind of goes well. You know, if you're one of these in my node list, great. Yeah, you're yeah. you're one of the things that I'm interested in. And we've got proper DOM methods now to kind of make that easier. Do like, we? Well, you, we so we have um, matches. Um, dot matches. I don't know if that's on an element or if it's on the window. But for something where you can you can give it um, uh, an element and a CSS selector. Oh, uh, okay. And it will g- give you true or false, whether it matches that. Um, but even better than that, we have. Uh, and I'm pretty sure this is in uh, Chrome stable. Dot closest, which is just from from the jQueries really. Um, so you you have an element. You do dot closest, and you pass in a CSS selector. If the element matches that selector, you just get that element back. Otherwise, it crawls up the DOM, performing that selector test, um, and then it will return back the, the well, either undefined uh, or null. Can't remember which, but uh, or, or the element. So there's, the, but there's still a pattern here that that I'm interested in, and I, I need to look at it a bit more. Delegating is nice, mm-hmm. but you are running extraneous code. Right, because if yes. you so, say for example, I mean the classic case was always uh, things like mouse move, or touch move, because yeah. you, you you want that to be kind of at the document level in case 
you know, you kind of go outside the bounds of the element and come back in. But if you're not careful, you always run those move handlers. Yeah. Uh, so jQuery got themselves in trouble with this because they had um, jQuery.live, I think was their event delegated. Yeah. And it was always scoped to the document. That was always a sort of maximum. Yeah. Uh, and if you did an event delegation, it was always across the document. So as soon as people did like, you know, when the mouse moves across this selector, and yeah, that matching code is running per mouse move. Yeah. It was a disaster. And um, so, so delegation is good and can be bad. I just I was yeah. I noticed that and it would, it just kind of caught my attention and I think the rule is that you when you do event delegation you are um it, you get the, you get less upfront cost and you get um you know some ease of use when it comes to adding and removing elements of a, a particular type but what you gain is cost per event. Yeah, uh, and I think yeah, if it's a frequently running event, like if it, if it's an animation critical event, like which I think mouse move is, if, especially if you're dragging stuff around. Uh, but if it's click, yeah, it's all right. It's probably fine. It's all right, isn't it? Often you, it depends on how often you click. It's, if it's not, if it's, yeah. if it's a whack a mole game, maybe slightly different. I say, well, but I mean, with thing, the native things like closest, where you can quickly sort of. I, I mean, you would always want it scoped to the element that contains all of the things mm-hmm. that could be like you know your data table. So in that, in that case, and that's not what clipboard does because it doesn't have that. I don't think it has that information. No, I think it, it does it to the body. In code, you had more control over. If it was a data table, you would scope the click listener to the table itself, uh, under the assumption that a click is likely to hit a row. But that I mean that's a very necessary part of a library like clipboard JS is mm. it's going to have to assume you can't scope down. So you could take that as a parameter, couldn't it? I mean, it seems like a kind of constructor. I, I, well, maybe, but it seems to operate in a kind of global sense. Like, mm-hmm. I will find all the things in this document that are clipboardable. Yeah. yeah. And then I will a- apply this delegate to the body to listen for all of them. Yeah. Um, whereas what you're saying is that with a little bit of extra knowledge, you might say, well, actually, I know that vast parts of my app are never going to be clipboardable. And I just need you to watch this one thing over here. My toolbar element maybe is where I'd have my copy and paste buttons. And this is the I think re- the hard bit about making a library or mm. or a framework because you've got to make those kind of globalized decisions, don't you? You can't yeah. just kind of go, well, everything's a configuration option because you might not have. I mean, that's that's making life a lot more difficult. And the code that then is probably required of instead of having a two K library. Seven, eight, ten, twenty, thirty. Yeah. You know, the more config and options you've got there, the more code that has to process all that stuff. And before long, you're like, well, it was just easier to write that six line snippet myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and avoid. I, and it's one of those cases where libraries is something where it's easy to justify uh, micro optimization because you don't know which parts of your library are going to be hot functions. You know, you don't you don't know which one is going to be animation dependent. I guess you could kind of sort of guess-ish hmm. but if you can save like one millisecond there if that's going to be called like six times just to get an animation frame then that's a massive achievement you know that said I do like clipboard.js I mean it was just this is just me thinking hmm. it through but I do like the fact that, that Zeno has taken a step back and gone well we don't need flash anymore this feels like something I can just make easy for everybody and that's for me has always been like the, the really nice part of our community is just people kind of going, hey, I can make this easy for everybody mm. at absolutely every cost to myself, no cost to you, and um, you're free to use it. Please mm. go ahead. And and I think it's really nice. I mean, it's got quite a lot of stars on GitHub now. Oh, yeah, it's um, There was something I wanted to talk about. There's, um, 
Well, in, in new in Chrome, we are we, we're not showing a broken padlock for um, mixed content pages. Uh, this is something that we've. Oh, hang on. Yeah. What? Why? So we were kind of reducing the states. We're actually taking. Uh, we're kind of copying. I believe Opera and IE, uh, and maybe even Safari as well on this one. So let me get this right. You've got an HTTPS page. Yep. It loads something With, that is insecure. Yep. Doesn't know if anybody loves it, right? And then mm-hmm. <laughs> we used to break the padlock and go, "Ah, this might be bad." Yeah, and now we don't. We do. We have two states now. We have green padlock, and we have just white page icon, not secure. So, so the the state for mixed content is the same state as HTTP. So not secure, not secure. And yeah, and eventually that will probably have a more severe. But that actually, no, 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 that makes a lot more sense because I think it's sort of ambiguous, isn't it, for a user mm. looking at that, kind of going, well, the padlock's there, but it's not green. It looks like there's an, a, an error, and I don't really know what that means. Whereas no padlock, everybody knows that that means it's not secure. Right. So you may as well have that if you've done done a bad. Yeah, there's two states. So, so hopefully users can just go, green padlock, this site is secure. Yeah. Otherwise it's not. Oh, I, I like that. I think, good, yeah, I think everybody else has made the right call there, and I'm glad we've caught Copied up. Them, yeah. yeah, I'm glad we caught <laughs> up. Well, you know, we get we get there together, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Um, on that wonderful note, <laughs> I don't. Well, I guess we'll see everybody in two weeks, yeah, if not before yeah, two weeks. Here's what happened. It was my very first time flying business and I was I was very excited about this I think I got a free upgrade or something I, I love that because I hate the idea of the, the class structure on the plane um, I'm, I would rather it was averaged out and everyone just had a nice time but yeah when I got an upgrade I was like so long peasants you're not even allowed to look at me because yeah. I'm in business class so, yeah. they, so they were like would you like champagne yes would you like orange yes would you like water yeah, yeah. so I chugged a load of fluid Yeah. and then we had a really 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 long taxi out to the oh and, and it was like almost the moment we set off and I I started I, I, I even got up to go to the toilet and they were like I'm sorry, oh, sorry sir, sir you, could you, you, you can have to take a seat and I was like <laughs> and then so and then I sat down and I started I was so in such a bad state I started sweating I'm nodding because I've been in the same situation and, and I, started, I know exactly where you were started, staring yeah. You were staring into the middle distance. In my case, just oh no, I was. Oh, uh, I, I actually started biting my my own hand. Oh my god! As a distraction measure. Well, don't do that because your wee might have been in your finger muscles. <laughs> you, you weren't. You weren't like planning we on ever being a doctor, were you? <laughs> You're not a real doctor. Um, and and so yeah, I was biting my finger and I was sweating and I was rocking backwards and forwards. Oh. And it was honestly from the moment I'd actually got up to the moment they went. And you could go was thirty minutes. Oh my god! I was oh I was god. in agony for thirty minutes, and then I, I managed to get to the the, the gents. I mean, obviously, the moment it was, oh, I I would have beaten Usain Bolt in in, in the race. It would, I was it was phenomenal the pace with which I moved, and and then I got back to my seat, and I was I was nearly crying with relief, <laughs> and and a certain, certain amount of pride. Maybe that maybe, that, maybe those weren't tears. Maybe that was your we got redirected. <laughs> oh. 
and and of course then the 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 air hostess she came to me and said is 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 everything okay and i went it was a it was a close i didn't need that kind of that even when a, a a small child is really upset and they they can barely get the sentence together and the bottom is going and james push me yeah, yeah. And so I, and i did that kind of everything's okay now <laughs> But, so happy. but it, it's given me that inner strength now so when I have mm. a moment like I have for the last half an hour and I'm like I didn't go to the loo yeah. I always think you did this for half an hour on that flight and you survived well I've done the plane thing but it wasn't for half an hour but I do remember staring directly into the seatbelt sign just like yeah, trying to use my powers of telepathy which I don't have uh, to make that light change. But if ever you were going to switch on the telepathy skills... That's when I wanted to. Dong, just for your yeah. seat. Yeah. Dong. Oh. <laughs> 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 what, what did I pass to make that noise? 